Welcome to the Insurance Business Babes podcast, where we show you how we've grown our insurance and related businesses through talking about what works for us, what didn't work, and will help you grow your own business through our struggles and our successes. This show is owned by CMED LLC and hosted by Kathy Klein and Joanna Wyckoff. And now let's get busy. Hey, 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 it is Kathy and Joanna with the Insurance Business Babes. And today we have a hot topic for you guys, Joanna. Today we're going to talk about our health. You know, oh, we're my, just, that is definitely nobody, a sore topic. But, you know, Kathy, we only have one body, right? And what my dad used to say is if, if you ignore your health, it will go away. And how often do we see people with a long list of prescriptions and ailments and stuff? And we don't want to be on the other side of the table. As somebody who's self-employed, this is my backup, right? And so if I can't sell insurance, and there's not too many other jobs I can do from the comfort of my bed, right? But our health, we really need to prioritize our health. And there's many ways we're going to discuss on doing that. Um, but listening to your body, not overworking yourself. I mean, I know it's AEP right now. We're recording this on the first week of AEP. And so many agents think that they have to wake up at four o'clock in the morning and go to bed at midnight. But, you know, the applications are going to be there. We can sell but Medicare you know year round. It's not just during AEP. No, it's not. I know agents that they never turn their phone off. They're taking calls at 10 o'clock at night. And Joanna, yeah. I'm not pointing the finger at you. But <laughs> I have seen you. This is the reason why I'm in this business is because I can pretty much set the business up the way I want. Mm -hmm. And I think we've talked about this before. I don't work on Sundays. I will look at my email on Saturdays. And if something needs to be done, I will do it. But I don't even pick up. I, I don't touch my phone. I don't do anything on Sundays. So here's the thing. You know, I live in a 55 and older community, mm -hmm. right? We're shocked that you're 55. It wasn't when I lived here, when I first moved here, but now I'm, I just turned 58. Can you believe okay. that? I can't believe it. I know it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. But a few years ago, my husband and I saw a motorcycle accident wow. and a woman who lives in our community ran the light and hit a motorcycle. We saw the motorcyclist light up into the air and fall and Hopefully he was dead on impact, but I ran out of the car. I fell out of my shoes. I ran across glass to go and I sat with him until the, until the, the trucks came to help him. And I saw him moving and later they told me that was probably just a bodily process because I thought he was still alive and they said, no, I, they, they didn't. But that got me thinking this couple of years ago. I'm like, what am I doing? What am I doing? Why am I working so hard so long? And Joanna, you know, I, I don't do this because of the money. I do it for the passion. But on the other mm -hmm. hand, what is it doing to my health? Yep. And working all the time. And so back then I made a decision that I was going to change the way I do things. And mm -hmm. I'm kind of a advocate. This is why I keep telling you, Joanna, and I've heard that you have finally done something with your phone. Tell the, yes. tell the listener what you did. What, what did you do? All right. So all of my original clients, probably the first three, four years of my life, they've had my cell phone. And I've had a VOIP line for a couple of years now that I haven't really implemented, you know, because things are hard to learn on the fly, you know, 
But anyways, my phone was blowing up. My automation was automating too good. <laughs> and all of my clients were calling for their yearly reviews. Hey, it's time. It's time. It's time. And everybody wanted to talk to me on October 15th, 16th, you know, and I hadn't even had time to process all the changes because there were so many, I'm sure nationwide, I've seen so many changes. And I like, I just couldn't think like, you know, when the phone is ringing and everybody's like, I was just like, oh my God, just stop. Right. <laughs> and I have a virtual assistant. Her name is Emma and she's in the Philippines. She's, um, She's, I hired, I need you to answer the phones from now on from two to six. She comes on in the afternoons and I'm going to send you the instructions on how to log in. Your job is to figure it out. And and she did. She called the company, got made sure that all the calls were recorded. I can hear her calls, you know. And I said, I gave her a very simple script. I said, you're you're going to answer the phone, say, hi, this is Joanna's office. So she's not able to take the call right now. She's with a client. Are you calling to schedule your annual review? and to just schedule them on my freaking calendar, right? Joanna, I have one better for you. Okay. Why don't you get a calendar scheduling system? I have one. Why don't you give them the link? The people calling in are the ones who don't want to use the technology. Oh, okay. Because they were all sent postcards. They were all sent postcards with QR codes to update their records. They're trying to just call in. And that's fine. I have to tell you, I'm against QR codes. Okay. You know, people will go to an, they will go to a link. They will type in a website. But if you have them put their phone up to a QR code and they are 75 year old, they are not going to do it. But they will type in a link. I've I've been seeing these QR codes everywhere this year. I don't so think the, anyone's I, using them. I can fix it. So I can have them go to topflightagent.com and schedule there. Um, but many of my clients were calling are 70, you know, and, and maybe they're edgy. My mom doesn't know how to use technology. And it's fine. I meet people where they're at, you know. But anyways, if they're calling in, I don't have the capacity to I'm on the phone with you right now, right? I can't. I'm going to look at it and then I'm going to try to call them back. But when I call them back, I don't have an an hour to sit there on the phone with them because I have appointments all day, right? To make the appointment. Exactly. So that's what her job is to say. Hey, Joanna is in an appointment right now. I have her calendar. She's open next Tuesday. How's two o'clock? And just schedule it. And then she's going to update their drugs and everything if they're willing to talk to her. You know, I said, don't push them. You know, some of them are they've been babied the last six years, you know? Now is she getting the scope? Um, so yeah, so she's going to tell them the government, I have a whole script, the government requires us to have a permission slip and um, she's going to send, she's going to put them in my CRM and, and we have an automated scope that texts or emails to them. Yeah. That's awesome. I'm so proud of you, Joanna. <laughs> now the next step is to get somebody that's always answering your phone. You know, I said, yes. my, my clients used to have my cell phone and when they, when they made it, you know, I had the 866 number as well, mm-hmm. the toll free number, but when they changed the, the law mm-hmm. and said you had to record, I sent information out to all my clients that I said, I, you can't call me on my cell phone anymore. Cause if you do, I'm breaking the rules. Mm-hmm. And when I do get somebody that texts me or calls me on my cell phone, I call them back or I text them back and I say, I can't text on this number anymore. I just, I don't use my, my cell phone for business anymore. It all goes through Ring Central, all of it. 
Um, oh. You know, we don't know what we don't know when we're new and starting out. Nobody taught me this. Uh, even my former mentors never taught me this. And it wasn't until the, the call recording came about, what, last year that um, I was recording my sales presentations. Now they changed the law, the regulations, just saying you don't have to record just your phone calls, only sales, right? But still, I want to see, I want to hear how people are treating my assistant. I want to make sure that nobody's being rude to her. Her accent's not, not that noticeable, but, you know, it's noticeable a little bit. But, yes, yeah, so my next step is to have a full-time receptionist. Yeah, <clears throat> you know, there are there are agencies that you can hire. They're more expensive than the, yeah. than the Filipino VAs, but you can do that. But my assistant, she's in the U.S., and she she answers the call. It's zero for her. I always make zero for the assistant because what are you going to push? Right. Zero. So if they push zero, they get her. And if they push another number, they get me. And I am so, so proud of you. And that is the number one thing that you can do is not don't answer your phone, not let it go to voicemail, but you don't have to answer your phone to make an appointment. Somebody yep. else can do that because if you if you answer your phone and say, let's make an appointment, your client's thinking, well, why can't we do it right now? Exactly. I've got you on that. Why do I have to wait 48 hours? I've got you on the phone right now. Now, technically, yes, if they call in, you can talk to them, right, mm -hmm. Joanna? Yeah. If they call you, you can talk to them. So you I know. have a good problem. It's just I would never get anything done if I'm answering the phone all day. And it's not fair to the people who did schedule an appointment, you know? And it scatters your mind. And it scatters my mind because I'm doing this and I'm doing this, especially like yesterday I was building a veterans presentation. Somebody asked me to do a presentation for NABIB for veterans. And I was building that. Your mind's in many different places. And I probably shouldn't have been doing that, but <laughs> I was doing it, you know? Um, so that's one of the biggest things. Organization. So we were talking about health. Mental health is the big thing. I, th I see a lot of agents stay stagnant or become so overwhelmed with everything that they just do nothing, right? And this is a business where you want to just write down all your tasks and make a one step, right? I should have done this many years ago. I should have prior, I didn't, I was like, I actually discounted Emma's ability to answer the phone. I didn't know if she could answer the phone. I said, because I don't we, until we get our first assistant, we think that we do it better than anybody else. Yep. And here's the thing, Joanna, you probably do it better. You you probably do. But the question is, how much better do you right. do it? And if they can do it 80% as good as you can, I'm sorry, that's good enough. Because that's, that's a $12 an hour job, right? Yeah. Why are you spending your time doing a $12 an hour job? It is costing you money to answer the phone. Well, it's costing me money for stuff to go to voicemail, too, because the same clients, you know our clients, they will call 10 times in an hour just because that's back in the 80s. People, when people didn't get you, they would just keep calling. <laughs> like, I could see that you called. I'm going to call you when I'm finished. But they're not used to that, you know. Um, people think that if you call me 100 times, I'm suddenly going to be free. Let's talk about prospects. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I'm going to switch gears because, you know, I have the directory. Yes. And for those of you listening, I'm an insurance agent. I specialize in Medicare and I started this directory and this year it is blowing up. It is one member of the, he got three leads in two days and he wasn't calling him back. Mm. And I'm like, 
what the heck? You know, Uh I mean, these are leads that I pay to come to Uh the, I don't pay, like I'm not buying leads, but I'm doing work. Right. I am doing search engine optimization Uh and it takes me a lot of time. And I'm like, he is wasting my leads. So I sent him a text and I said, Uh what's up? And he said, well, I, I said, you're not responding. He says, well, I don't see the contact info. And I said, dude, you have to pay to get the contact info. That's the whole point. But Uh I said, read what they wrote. And then I went back and read one of the three leads had actually reached out to him twice. So that two leads was actually one lead. lead. I'm surprised she did that because most leads, they are going to go somewhere else. Uh And that's kind of what, and I've had leads do that. Like I've had uh, agents who did not get back to their leads. And it makes me so mad when they do that. It's hard because he are many of us are solopreneurs and we don't have someone answering the phone, but had this guy had someone answer the phone or call in the lead saying, Hey, we see that you need help. You know, Joanna can help you on Monday. How's two o'clock? By the way, I'm going to send you this permission slip. And by the way, do you have your drugs handy? I'm going to send you another intake where she's going to ask you for your drugs, you know? Yes. And that is so, so perfect. Mm-hmm. And just like Joanna's doing, you can get somebody in the Philippines, literally. So I have a full-time, she works for me full-time. She works for me 40 hours a week. Nice. And she does other work. Uh-huh. She helps me with the website, with the directory. Mm. And what she's doing right now is she's finishing up on the spreadsheet that we do during AEP with all of all of the Medicare Advantage plans. We spreadsheet them all. And yeah, it's crazy. So she's just finishing up thing. on that. Myself, because <laughs> that way you can just look at it. We should sell our spreadsheets, but the we problem should. is, it's just for the local area. Like you can't do a national spreadsheet. I had Emma doing some in a lot of areas that we had agents. Only thing is, Zach had her doing it his way, and his way is different than my way. Oh and yeah. Anyways, I'm training her. I just sent her a Loom video five seconds ago, actually, on how to finish my spreadsheet. Because again, that's $12 an hour work. And I should be here doing $300 an hour work or $700 an hour work. And so I just given her the time, like, sometimes Emma, uh, Kathy, you have to, you have to trust the Emmas to follow. I made her a Loom video. She's good. And that's all you need to do. You just, they watch the video and they follow it. And now she's trained on how to do it. If she has a question, she'll ask me. But now that task that seems so daunting, that's taken me 40 hours to do, that I really shouldn't have done. She should have been doing it the entire time. We're control freaks because we're I'm business so owners. Glad. I am so glad you are doing that. We have talked about this. And for the listeners, Joanne and I started doing masterminding together before uh-huh. we started this show. And uh-huh. when we started it, what brought this show up is... Hey, you want to just do the masterminds on a show? Uh-huh. And we haven't really been doing that because I mean, we've just been talking. It's a little bit different now than when we first started talking. But I, over and over, I have been telling Joanna that she needs to stop doing some of this stuff that she's doing. But, <laughs> but I love, I love Joanna went and she hired an agency. You went through Glenn, right? Uh-huh. And so the nice thing about going through an agency is they're already trained. Glenn's people are already trained. He's already done some training with him. And that includes all my fees. The reason I went through Hire Heroes, I originally had her doing my agent's data. So I'm an FMO, field marketing organization. I'm not just Joanna from the block, although, you know, I'm an agent first. I have over 200 agents that rely on me and their contracts are under me. They're 
data, their PIIs, the most precious data ever. And I didn't want to give access to anybody that I've never seen that I, I can't access, I can't, you know, so Glenn's system, Higher Heroes, they have screen recording technology that records everything that's going on on the VA's computer. So I can see every click she makes, I can see everything she's doing. It, it makes me know that she's actually doing work and not playing video games, right? But I can also see what's going on with the data. And so it's a cautionary Thing, especially when you're entrusted with people's data, because data, I think, is something that many companies don't protect enough. And I don't want my data all over the country, especially because I, totally I get people's, get you know, their their socials, their NPNs, their, you know, it's it's precious data, right? Exactly. Yeah. And and don't get me wrong, my my assistant is not working with that kind of data, but I exactly. do have we do screen sharing technology with her as well. It snaps a screenshot like every, I don't know, minute or so. And I can go in and look what she's doing. But she's mm -hmm. been with me for a while now. So I trust her and I'm not going in and looking at what she's doing. But in the past, that was kind of a training aid mm -hmm. where I could go in and say, oh, well, here's where you're having an issue. Now, the difference between me and what you're doing is I had to do every single bit of training with her. She's not working with client files. She's not working with people's information. But every bit of training I had to do. And so the advantage of working with somebody where you're going to pay them a little bit more is hopefully they've been trained on certain things. Also working with somebody in the Philippines, there's a cultural difference. And I don't care if they can write perfect English. Some of them speak perfect English because they've gone to class to uh -huh. learn how to eliminate their accent. But there is definitely a cultural difference when working with someone who lives in the Philippines. You and I are strong women, Joanna. I'm very direct. And even for an American, they are not direct over there. They are very nice and kind. And if, if you ask them to do something and they don't know how to do it, if you don't ask them in the right way, they might quietly quit on you. And this was, I, I learned this before quietly quit was a thing. I would just see my VAs disappear. Like they would just all of a sudden, they wouldn't be returning. You were the wicked witch the to call. work for? Well, not that. No, I don't make them work in the middle of the night. Mm -hmm. They can work during their own time. You know, I'm like the one who's working with me now. She, I just found out that she was, that she worked last Saturday mm -hmm. on that spreadsheet and she didn't tell me and she was going to work on it tomorrow. And I said, you are taking Friday off. I said, I do not want you working when you're not getting paid. And she's like, I just want to get it done. I said, that's fine. I want you to get it done too so I can start using it. But you do not have to work for free. Uh -huh. you know. And so I talked to her. She's Well, she's making double for me what she was making before I hired her. And she doesn't have to work in the middle of the night anymore because I just let her work during uh -huh. her day. And no, they love working for me. But but. I would ask them to do something and they wouldn't know how to do it. And they, they are embarrassed to say, uh -huh. I don't know how to do that. And all it takes, what do you do when you want to show them how to do something? Joanna, you just did it. A loom. Yeah, I just make Draw a loom. video. Now, I hope you're saving those videos. And, and yep. I have a loom subscription. I'm saving my videos. No, I mean, save them off of loom. Oh, yeah. So I have a whole university that I've built for training and everything. Good, because you don't want to make that video again. You want to, if you That's ever need it. That's a very good lesson we learned. 
Because, <laughs> well, because part of my job is also training agents on what I do. Every time I do something, even if it's as simple as making a name tag, I, I made a name tag. I don't have it near me, but I'll show you next time. The simple little things that you think is common to everybody, they might not ever think about it, you know? And if I can save someone 10, 15, 20 minutes on the struggles that I did, right? We got off topic. We were talking about health. Yeah, but all of this is about health because in order to maintain your health, you cannot be doing everything. You're 100% right. You do need to outsource. And especially if, you know, I heard that there's places you can hire. And and actually, when we first started doing masterminding earlier this year, maybe it was January, February, I was having someone who I didn't hire through that company, just I hired on onlinejobs.ph to do video editing. And, you know, she said, she's like, I do basic video editing. She only wanted $3 an hour. I could, you can't beat that. You know what I'm saying? I can't even, I can't even text you for $3. Like my time is valuable, right? And so she was doing very basic video editing, putting my logo on there, putting some, you know, elevator music on there or whatever. And um, she, she quite quit on me too. Um, See, that happened. That's what I'm saying. And yeah. Now, onlinejobs.ph has trained for you, Joanna. Okay. Okay. <laughs> they train you how to deal with your VA. And another thing that you can do with onlinejobs.ph is when you hire somebody, if, if you're not just hiring them for a job here, a job there, you're actually hiring them for X amount of time per week for an additional small fee. They will give them a mentor oh, in wow. the Philippines. And I did that. I will do that with my new hires. That way, if they have questions like about the culture and they're like, she's doing this. What did she mm-hmm. mean by that? Like they have somebody in the Philippines to talk to. And then you let that run. You pay that. I think it's 20 bucks a month or something. And you let that go. And then when your VA is totally ready, you just discontinue that service. I just gave her a raise. Like I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, I'm going to turn this off and now I'm going to give you a raise to make up that difference. Mm. And she she was very thrilled when I did that. But yeah, I love being able to support their their economy and everything. If I can help, you know, make someone have a better life. I mean, I'm all about that. So yeah, so actually that segues into my next business. In January, when I get this big paycheck, I'm going to invest in a bunch of virtual assistants to help take over a lot of the menial tasks for my downline. So this last month, one of my top producers, she's been trying to shift her CRM to agency block. And she has all these documents on her CRMs. Like she is very thorough. Talk about dotting the I's and everything. She saves documents and everything. So she was working at four o'clock in the morning, frazzled. She was overwhelmed. And I said, Cynthia, how can I help you? And she's like, I just need some help. And I said, I have an idea. How about you borrow my Emma for as long as it takes to transfer all of your documents over to your CRM so you can go focus on writing business because that's what you're good at and that's the best value of your time. And it took Emma about 80 hours to do. You know, it was like a whole month for her. But she got it done and my top producer's happy. She wrote 30 policies last month, you know what I'm saying? 
So she, it was more profitable for me to pay Emma to do the dumb, dumb stuff, right? Than for Cynthia to sit there burnt out, sitting there not producing. And so I decided to make that part of our rewards package. That, that is amazing, <laughs> Joanna. That yeah. is an amazing benefit. So how does your new awards package work? And we're not trying to recruit you listeners. I'm just like, this is the first I've heard of this. So I want to know how this works. So it's, it's you know, the, the beauty of it is I'm the boss. I can change as I see fit. But I want to reward those who are doing the work, right? And so in my mind, first, I'm going to start rewarding the ones who have done the work. So Cynthia got her work done. She'll continue to get support. Steve and Jamie and Eileen, those next producers, they're up next. And I I think I'm just going to give them each about five hours a week of time of here's a free VI. And many of them struggle with the same different tasks, like Go High Level is one of the CRMs that many of them use. And they they all struggle with the Go High Level because there's so much to do on it. And it's a little bit complicated, right? It's automation. And if if uh, if I train, are they using done for you? No, mm-hmm. I always thought that done for you is done for you. So I'm the worst at automation. <laughs> I think a lot of it is well, how do you, how do you how do you actually do it? So Zach Paskey, who works with me, he's actually like a guru when it comes to go high level, whether it's go guru or done for you. But it's not exactly like you still have to put the data in and everything. And that's where a lot of agents will buy something. And I'm guilty of this all day long. I will buy a service and then I won't use it because I don't have the time to sit there and upload my data and stuff. Right. Same thing with a bunch of the agents. So anyways, many of them have said, hey, if she can help me with my go high level and my automation, this and that, that would help alleviate and get me to the next level. So we're going to do that. We're going to help them build out their websites and just help them build their businesses. Yeah. So I want to give them, I want to start giving them like five hours a week. You know, I I think if somebody's hitting 10 apps a month or more, that that's deserved, you know, they, they get their compensation on top of that. But it's something where I can give back as an upline. You know, a lot of people, and I see this gripe in our Facebook group all the time is, what does your upline do for you? I don't ever hear from my upline. That's not the case for me. But a lot of them don't ever hear from their upline. They don't feel like their upline gives them any value. Their uplines could be collecting $100, $150 an app off of what they do. And they feel like they're just, that's like a welfare override. And let me tell you what my upline does. Because for the listener, Joanna's not Mm -hmm. my upline. We're colleagues. Mm Mm-hmm. So I changed uplines when I moved to South Carolina from Uh California because my upline said that they were going to give me 50% marketing costs. And so they give me 50% of what I spend. And then as long as it's compliance approved, whatever I spend, they give me 50% of. Uh But I think that's about it. And I have to tell you, my upline, I have not been paid from, I'm not going to tell you the name, but I will tell you it's B. S. Hmm. I have not been paid from this BS company since February of last year. And we are now talking in October. And I have done several applications, many applications with them, and I am not getting paid on it. And I am about to put a complaint in to the Department uh. of Insurance. And you would think that my upline would have got this solved mm. like in freaking March. Mm. And I'm like, what the heck? What? Like, like, I need to get paid. I'm sorry. So a carrier hasn't paid you? Yes. A BS carrier has not Mm -hmm. paid me. 
from California. I, I, I'm picking up what you're putting down. Um, <laughs> I am really mad unfortunately, about it. Unfortunately, yeah. and that's something that I think that a good upline should facilitate is commission audits, you know. Oh, they're aware of the problem. It has something to do with Medicare Center. They're like, nobody has gotten paid that did the app through Medicare Center. I'm like, you know what, Joanna? I know I can go to the carrier website. I do not have time no. to switch my brain no. to do that. I just do everything I, on I'm Medicare Center. Same way. I use Sunfire because um, I left that company that uses Medicare Center, but we have a Sunfire. It's amazing. And same thing, especially when you're working around the country. I work with like 30 carriers. I don't have exactly. the brain capacity to be like, what is Stevia's login to go over and do, you know, and I, I had to give a, I had to give a lead away the other day. I had a referral that came to me directly mm-hmm. and she lives, she lives where I live, but she also lives in Wisconsin mm-hmm. and I am licensed in Wisconsin. And I got to that Wisconsin weird app mm-hmm. and I was just like, I can't deal with this right now. I, mm-hmm. So I had to refer her to somebody else. So I lost that sale. She was ready to sign up with me that day. Wow. And because I couldn't switch my brain, I'm like, I, I do not want to screw this up for her. It was a med sup, obviously. Mm, the med sup. You know how they have that weird, yeah. got that weird med sup, like in Wisconsin. Yeah. So yeah, I had to walk away from that because yeah. my brain wouldn't work. Yeah. Don't you think my upline should have had that fixed mm-hmm. by now? I do. I mean, if if one of my downlines said I haven't been paid from BS, the first thing I do is I give them an Excel spreadsheet of how we document it. And then the the top of the hierarchy is who I rely on for this call. They have a liaison, like integrity and AmeriLife to to the carrier. They have a liaison. I make them fight it up at the top because guess what? My upline said, Joanna, you're too valuable to be sitting on the phone with companies like BS. You need to go train the agents, sell policies, will fight with the, the company and get you paid. You know what I'm saying? Just same thing with contracts and all this other stuff. Like one of the contracts that I wasn't ready to sell was, was my fault. I made them talk about it at the top because I was just like, listen, I've been certified and ready to sell. What's going on? You know, anyways, yes, commission audits. I guess we should teach how to do that one day. But, you know, just an Excel spreadsheet of of the the planned data, what what date is sold, the name, date of birth, MBI, uh, effective date. my U.S. assistant handles all that. It probably blow her off. But if it integrity called. She knows, you know, and she's the one that told me the last time I wrote an app with this carrier, she says, you know, Kathy, you know, you haven't been paid since February. Why are you writing these companies? <laughs> Why are you? And I'm like, because it's the best one for the client. I got to write. And right now I've got a lot. Of, I've got to write a lot of these apps with that carrier because mm. they have a. Underwriting they have holiday? A, a, they have a dealio. You have an underwriting holiday. <laughs> I don't want anybody else to know who I'm writing, but <laughs> listener, do not tell anybody. But yes, <laughs> I am. I'm very upset. The, the fact that other ups may have solved this problem for me sooner may make me walk away from that money and say, you know. So for me, I used to get paid a lot more marketing money, but then you know what happened? The same company who was paying me about $125 an app for only a couple of cares, they didn't give us a dollar last AAP. They put it in their pockets and said, oh, uh, well, uh, so uh, because it's not in a contract, they don't have to give it to you. But the carrier said that, Joanna, we gave so-and-so your marketing money. (laughs) 
None of my agents got my hierarchies played games. And that's the problem is it's not a contract over there. So, you know, after I had an issue with my uplines, I decided that next time I moved, my marketing money would be in a contract because you're not going to tell me that you didn't get it or I, I didn't hit the threshold. We didn't have enough apps or whatever, because a lot of times the marketing money even though it's earmarked for marketing for the agent, a lot of times they'll take your marketing money and give it to Joe Blow to recruit right. him to come over. They'll give your money to so-and-so who they feel did more apps. And that's not fair because it was it was earned from you. The carrier earmarks usually about $100 an app, $50 to $100. Some carriers can't afford it and some carriers actually give me more. But anyways, when I got to my new company, I worked at a deal where instead of the big money on just one or two carriers, it's across the board and it's in our contract. So they can use the money per, and an agent who writes one app still gets their marketing money. Right. So my, my sister, who's an attorney by day and who I made get licensed to be my backup, she gets her marketing money when she writes my mom and dad, you know? <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. But it's important because the the little Joe Schmo still gets the support instead of, uh, oh, well, you have to write 10 in a month and you can, it has to be use or lose in that month. And you have to submit a receipt for Medicare leads only because that's what the previous people did to me. It was use or lose in the same month. You have to support, you had to, you had to submit a lead receipt. Well, guess what? A lot of my agents don't buy leads. They create their leads by sponsoring events, by doing tabletops, by, you know, doing exactly. seminars, right? By buying the balloons for this and by buying the Costco supplies for this, right? And so that might not be a lead, but it creates the leads, right? Exactly. So all this stress goes towards your health, doesn't it? It does. Bring it back to the health. It's all it stress. And you know, you're right. So, so many people told me, Joanna, you got to stop working at midnight. You got to stop doing this. Because, you know, when we're rookies and when we're trying to prove ourselves and, and keep the lights on, because I don't have a sugar daddy, contrary to popular belief. You have a gummy daddy. Actually, that business was costing me a whole lot in the beginning, you know, a gummy daddy. Yes, I own a gummy company. Sometimes that business needs support as well. But I was like, well, if I see it, I should respond to it because I'm going to forget about it in, in the morning, you know. Mm. But I train people, Kathy, that I'm available 24-7. If they see me active on Facebook, they think that I'm ready to talk insurance or ready to find a social security policy for them. And it's gotten overwhelming. I'm like, what part of I'm sick at the hospital don't you understand? They might, <laughs> Joanne, they might not know. Like They might not like know. For me, I'm, we're Facebook friends and yeah. I'm in your group, but I'm yeah. usually, I'm not online that often. You're right. You know, I mean, I'm on it as my page because I have a group that I have to manage and mm -hmm. I'll go in once in the morning and once in the evening. And that's pretty much mm -hmm. my Facebook activity. And I have been switching over to my personal profile and just spending 15 minutes trying to see what's going on with my friends. But <laughs> If listener, if you have tagged me or something as my personal page, just understand it might be a week before I get back to you. So right. don't be mad at me. Go go to my page. That's fair. <laughs> but a lot of people be like, well, so somebody texts me today. Or they put in on Facebook. I text you. But what about? But, did they say why? No. And that's one of my biggest pet peeves, Kathy. Just say what you want. Just don't say, hey, Joanna, call me. I have a question. Just say the question. <laughs> tell them that. Just tell them that immediately. And that's another thing, Joanna. I know you love personal pages as business. 
There is so much you cannot do with a personal page. My Kathy Klein page, Kathy with an E page. If you direct message that, it goes to my help desk. So I see it. If you direct message my personal profile, I'm not going to see that till I actually log in. I think you should stop using your personal profile. Because Emma could take it over, right? She could respond to it if it was Joanna the page instead of Mm -hmm. Joanna the profile. And you Mm -hmm. have a page too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Is it Joanna or is it Top Flight? It's Top Flight. So you're saying I should put, I should make Joanna walk off a page. I made one because I had a pretty big podcast and I'm sure this podcast will grow too, but I have a podcast that has over a million downloads Oh wow! and people were consumers, just regular people, not insurance agents or anything. They were reaching out to me wanting to be my friend on my profile. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to do that. And these were all people that I didn't know and they probably weren't going to become clients just because it's not about insurance. It's just about fun, you know, retirement fun. So that's why I did it because they knew Kathy Klein. Yeah, I think you should do a... People know Joanna Wyckoff, they might not know Top Flight. Exactly. So, and do you have more than one personal profile? Don't tell me because if you do, it's probably some violation. Uh, Last year I was in Facebook jail for a couple 90 day stints. I was innocent. (laughs) I was innocent. Well, you are guilty until proven innocent. Facebook does not care. If you say you you did a smoke bomb in the house, they think that you're a terrorist. Is that what you got? No, you know what? I'll tell you what I did. (laughs) The first one, I said 25 milligram gummy. And they threw me in Facebook jail for saying 25 milligrams. Oh, yeah, because gummies are not legal in my state. Okay. Well, it's CBD, it's, but they, oh, yeah. Facebook hates CBD to begin with. My CBD business is not welcome on Facebook. So it's 25 milligrams. The second one, my friend Travis, I'll throw him out there. He posted on Facebook that his 12-year-old got her female cycle. And I commented, I will kill my dad if he tells Facebook. Oh my gosh. And that's what got you in trouble. Saying the word kill. But that, you know, that's like a phrase that we grew up saying, I'll kill you if you do this. I'll kill you. Is anybody going to kill you, Kathy? But it's a figure of speech, right? We grew up saying a figure of speech. And so slammer. So I got out of jail a couple of days later and Travis's friend who doesn't like me, he must have known. He said, so Joanna, how did you get thrown in the jail? What did you do? And I <gasps> said what I did. I you said, said it. well, oh. I didn't say the word. K- I said, K exclamation point LL thinking but I was going to trick it. the algorithm. No, Facebook threw me in the slammer again. Oh no, Joanna. <laughs> you need a separate page to talk yeah. about your other business. Yeah. Should only be talking about Medicare. It shouldn't be talking about the other business because it's a controversial business and you don't want to get thrown in a slammer or lose your page or whatever. So, So, but I learned a couple lessons. Top Flight was not in the Facebook group, my Facebook group, Medicare Mentors or the insurance ladies. And I couldn't admin the Facebook group because I was in jail. So I had to rely on the kindness of my friends to admin the group. Um, So I learned to make my sister an admin. I made a Facebook fake profile. They ended up catching on throwing that one in jail. Um, And then Top Flight became an admin. And then my sister, Melissa, who's licensed and she's an attorney, I made her an admin of Top Flight so she could administer it. But yeah, like things that we learned, but I learned, I was like, gosh, Facebook is such a big piece of what I do. 
because most of my business is on Facebook. Thank God they didn't shut me off of Facebook Messenger because Facebook Messenger is where it goes down for me. All my agents text me on Facebook Messenger. We have chats and everything. And, you know, it's lovely. It's our community, you know. But I was like, man, my entire business is really hinged on this one social media company. Which is dangerous. Which is dangerous. And we're, we've discussed this. So what, 2024, we're going to be taking it off of Facebook. And I've been doing that. I've been putting my university on the DFY, you know, so that, like all my intellectual knowledge is there. You know, we use Zooms for many of our meetings and stuff like that. But it's it's really dangerous if you rely on just one facet to get the business, regardless of anything. So if you rely on senior centers to get the business as an insurance agent, you get locked out one day, what are you going to do? If you rely on Facebook ads only to get your business and Facebook ads bans your account, what are you going to do, right? And I see this all the time. You know, you probably have heard me say many times, you want to have your hands in a couple different spots. You want a couple different things going on. So if one sucks, you can pivot to the other, right? If you have a Walmart, you should still be doing something else because if your Walmart sucks that day, you want to be able to go get other appointments. And that's things that we're doing right now. Yeah. And all of these things that you do, do not let it depend on you. You've got to get help because otherwise, listener, you can't do it all. You cannot yeah. do everything yourself. And working, getting up at four in the morning, working till two in the morning, getting two hours of sleep, you are preparing for a fall. Here we are in AEP. I'm still taking Sundays off. Oh, I'm a synchronized swimmer, right? Mm-hmm. I'm, I don't I'm, know that. Yeah, I'm a synchronized swimmer and I'm preparing for a show we we're going to have in February. And we're about to start our show prep. This year, I'm an assistant choreographer. So I'm just the helper, you know, like I don't want to be in charge of anything. I'm taking videos and showing people. Mm-hmm. Here's what you did. Is that what you meant to do? But yeah, I'm still doing that. And and uh, one other thing that I think people need to do is to exercise. You need to get up out of your chair. I like to walk in the late afternoon, but you're right. You got to get your butt up out of the seat. I said on Facebook, though, that was my biggest failure the last four years of being self-employed is I would sit here at my desk for 18 hours a day and my health started declining. I gained 60 pounds. That was weighing on my chest. It weighed on my mental facilities and everything. You get more depressed from being fat and everything. Get out the door. The 20 minutes is not going to kill you to miss a call or whatever. Get out the door. You need the sunshine. You need to breathe fresh air and everything. I'm going to start incorporating that every day at five o'clock. I'm going to make a habit to get the heck out the door and just go take a walk. You know, I had so many excuses for so long of, well, I need a bathroom attached to me because I have my my GI issues. But you know (laughs) I'm just going to, even if I walk up and down my driveway or something, I need to get out the door, you know? So make your, make your lunches, make your breakfast, walk. You're, you're not going to miss anything, but take care of your health because you don't want to wake up from AP in January and have another 50 pounds to lose. Or be dead, Joanna. Or be dead. I have known people that have passed away in this business. We need to cut down on the stress, take care of your health, take care of your family. So absolutely. So It's good talking with you again, as usual. And for the listener, we'll see you next time on the Insurance Business Babes. Bye. Bye.